continuing with our discussion and analysis of Jason Kenney's announcement yesterday and the results of the leadership vote and what's next for this province. I mean, if, if you have the answer to that, uh, wow, good for you. I don't know if anybody knows, but we do know that it's going to be interesting as it always is. And we have people that we lean on in these times. And one of them is Melissa Cowett, who is a conservative strategist, consultant and writer. And she's good enough to join us again this morning. Hi, Melissa. How you doing? Hi, I'm I'm doing well. Lots of information over the past 24 <laughs> hours, but I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah, no kidding. First of all, uh, as somebody who's pretty plugged into conservative circles, did you see that coming last night? I was blindsided. Um, I did not. And to clarify, there, I think there's two aspects of what happened last night. The actual number sure, the of result, yeah. 51.4 and the actual intention that Premier Kenny is, is going to step down wasn't terribly surprised about the number i thought it would be a bit higher maybe like eight or nine or ten percent higher but definitely shocked about the intention um for premier to step down i don't i don't think anybody saw that coming yeah i mean he had been so adamant that 50 percent plus one was going to be enough i was with you i was thinking somewhere around 65 percent, which i didn't know if that would be enough do you think when he came out and said listen i've got 51.4 percent um, did it? Did he realize, or did somebody help him to realize that this whole process of trying to bring some unity back to the party had failed, and he needed to go? How do you think he got to that conclusion? Well, I can only speculate, but I think what happens a lot of times with these with these situations, these leadership races, these um, sort of scenarios, is that you have sort of like what they think, what I think, and the truth. And when you're premier and when you have that role and when you're working really hard to keep it, maybe sometimes people aren't always like as forthcoming about what's happening. I mean, I don't know how many people, I don't care how confident you are if you were super against Kenny. Most people, when they're face-to-face with a premier, aren't going to, yeah. you know, yell at him or, or really, like a lot of people are much braver sort of behind um, behind closed doors and behind social media and all that kind of stuff. So I can understand why it seemed like maybe um, maybe the numbers would be a bit different. And, and so I can only imagine that when those results came in, um, it was just a bit of a shock because there were a lot of people, even people who maybe didn't love the premier, maybe it wasn't their first choice. A lot of people were really wanting him in my conversations that I was having to stick around because people were not so much thinking about, Hey, let me get what I personally want out of the leader, but what is best for the party moving forward? And I think a lot of people, obviously not as many people as we thought, but a lot of people thought that stability would probably be what was best for the party, but but that's not how it turned out. No, definitely not. And you, I mean, the stability, there's zero stability now. And I think, who knows? We don't even know how long this might take to get a new leader. We don't know who it's going to be. What's next for this party? If you're if you're in the UCP or the conservative movement in this province, what has to happen like like now, I mean, they've got to try and restore some stability. We've got an election less than a year away, Melissa. Yeah, so what's going to happen in the sort of immediate is the first thing that the caucus needs to secure is who is going to serve as interim leader. Now, our um, constitution and our party documents um, preclude anybody who serves as interim leader from running for the sort of right. permanent leader. leader. Yeah. 
So that's step one. Who's going to serve as interim leader? There's been speculation that Kenny may stay on. Um, There's been also other names thrown around as to who could serve as interim leader. We just don't know what that's going to be. Premier Kenny has not given a timeline in terms of when he's stepping down. So that's kind of step one. And so once that's figured out, the situation becomes slightly more clear in that if Premier Kenny does not serve as interim leader, It's possible he could run for leader as well. It's possible he could stay on as an MLA um, and and sort of resign at a later date. Um, It's possible he could resign right away. And then, of course, the question mark of how the leadership race is going to unfold, what the party will have to do is appoint a committee, a leadership election organizing committee that will determine rules for the race, when it's going to happen, all of that kind of stuff. And then you'll start to see probably once more of those details have been clear, who's going to throw their name in um, after that, even though I know we have an announcement coming this morning from Danielle Smith. And I I wonder what that could be. But um, (laughs) yeah, I think you'll see most people sort of wait until there's more clarity before coming out, um, generally speaking. You mentioned Danielle Smith and yeah, she's got an announcement coming up at 11 o'clock and we'll let you know what she says. Uh, Brian Jean last night, I mean, there's no surprise there. He said he was in. That's the whole reason he's back in politics. Um, And then just talking to the audience this morning, Melissa, a lot of people saying we can't do that. We got to stop driving through the rearview mirror. We've got to look forward. Forward. We can't go back to Brian Jean or Danielle Smith. Um, what do you think in terms of party membership? Is, which sentiment is stronger? We like Brian Jean and Danielle Smith and what they represented as Wild Rose politicians, or we need to move on to something new and different? I think part of the reason why we're having this discussion right now is that the party is a little bit unclear about that. And and that is something that I think needs to be sorted out. Leadership races are not the best arena or venue for that to happen. But that's, I think, why there's there keeps coming up these tensions. I think that there are definitely people that are within caucus and party members that think that, um, you know, the sort of wild rose type leadership is better. There's also people within the caucus who don't want that at all and who want um, maybe a more centrist or, or, or pragmatic leadership um, to come in. So this is this is, I think, the issue is that we actually don't no, we, we don't stand as united as we probably should be to sort of assert what next steps are. And there's this difference that's happened within the party of people being critical of the personality of the leader and also critical of the principles. And so I think we need to figure out what the mix of principle and personality is yeah. in, in terms of what we want. And only then can we really have a definitive thing. But there's not, to answer your question, there's not a, a coherent like agreement on what that should be. In talking to the audience today, it seems a lot of people think the UCP has really hurt themselves. Again, uh, the conservative movement, generally speaking, and, and Rachel Notley is the big winner with everything that's going on right now, an election less than a year away. Um, how do you see it? Is this is this sort of renewal and rebirth a good thing, or is it just more chaos that makes it really difficult to go into an election less than a year from now? Where Where are they in terms of what happened last night as a party going forward? I mean... Look, I am a conservative, but credit where credit is due. The NDP has done a really, really good job of um, being an effective opposition. Rachel Notley is really well liked as a leader. And so for them, I think they need to just continue to be consistent in what they're doing. I think they need to try and stay out of the drama that's happening. Um, But in terms of where the UCP is positioned, it really depends on what happens it really depends on what happens next. I know that's not like a, 
an ideal answer, but they could be in a really, really strong position if they choose a leader who can kind of come in and like really get things going and get everybody aligned and who's really focused and who's really strategic and just sort of takes a no nonsense approach to driving into the next election. Or if there's a leader that's elected that um, either isn't going to be palatable to the majority of Albertans or was only is only really supported by a small um, number of caucus members, then that creates further division. So the most ideal situation, I think, for the UCP is to choose a leader that's going to provide stability, strong leadership, and is somebody that is palpable to Albertans. So that's probably more of a like centrist and pragmatic leader. And we'll see if one emerges in the coming days. Melissa, always great insight. Thanks so much for joining us.